Hi, everyone. I hope you're well. Thank you so much for joining us in another podcast of Just Laser It and All Things Cosmetic. Back up here again with Link and Kane on our third day of spring. Is that right? It doesn't feel like it, but yeah. It's starting to feel like it. A little (laughs) bit. Tomorrow. It's going to be like 80. Tomorrow. We're going to start peeling off layers of our coats and everything else. So I just can't wait. But Kane, before we launch into this, I've got a question for you. And I know you don't speak for the entire male population, Uh but I'm curious, when you see aging, what, whether it's the face, the body, et cetera, what are some of the first areas that you start to see aging and and what would you describe as aging? You're right. I don't speak for everybody. uh, Let me just speak to myself. Okay. So, okay. The first thing I noticed However was my you want hair. To get through my this. hair started going gray. I like to call it platinum, but my hair started going platinum. So that's a sign I'm aging. I would say my face, especially my jowls, I can start to see a little sagginess there. And the biggest thing is my belly. It just seems to <laughs> okay. not want to go away. <laughs> We're go- I should have prefaced this a little bit more. We're going in a way different direction. Than- <laughs> okay. So well, what about that, the skin? Okay. I hear what you're saying. Yes, we get gray hair. Thank goodness that's what Laura's for, my hairdresser to take care of me with that. But, and also certainly our, our body changes shapes, whether it's the change of hormones, et cetera. We get that. But when you think about the skin, let me, let me give you a little kind of guidance here. When you think about areas of the skin and whether it's the face, et cetera, where do you see aging on the skin? Like what areas? Well, I mean, you, you, I think you kind of see it a lot of places, the face and neck, I think certainly. Where on the face, would you say? Well, I mean, everywhere. I mean, signs of aging, you start to lose volume. In my case, you know, like I said, my jowls are kind of, you know, start to sag a little bit. I think you start to get thinning and sure. volume loss and sunspots or liver spots or whatever we call them nowadays. So okay, all those things. Well, happen. well, what I'm trying to get Where at. Where are you going at? You just really put me on the spot and <laughs> well, I'm not sorry, sure what you want sorry, me to say. Sorry, but you're exactly right. Those are things. But one of the first areas that we see it on the face, around the eye area, we start to see lack of volume. We start to see crepiness around the eyes. Oftentimes patients will come in and they might even be in their early 30s and they're starting to see these signs. And certainly we could do a little filler in the mid-face area. You know, my patients know that I don't like too much filler under the eye area. But as far as the crepiness, we'll do a whole episode on periocular rejuvenation, meaning around the eyes. But I think that that's one of the first areas we see it. You're exactly right that the neck, that skin is another area. And and back to the eyes, that skin is so much thinner than around the face area. So that's why we start to see the crepe. Same with the neck area. That That skin is so much thinner. So we start to see kind of that laxity, especially centrally. But one area that I'm trying to get at that we don't really talk about are the hands. We start to see a lot of aging on the hands. And when you see, you know, our face, our neck, these are sun-exposed areas. I just have to say that was a really long (laughs) wind-up to get to the hands. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about the hands because, again, we'll talk about the eyes, the neck, on a separate episode, but today we're going to talk about hand rejuvenation and what we can do on our own at home and what we would do in the office for it. That is actually a good point now that I think about it. I mean, the hands, you do see a lot of thinning and you do see a lot of sunspots on the hands. Absolutely. So when you're getting at that thinning, there are certain things that you can do at home, like even Retin-A on the hands can help. You know, you always hear me talking about tretinoin, 
because it increases cell turnover. It's a vitamin A. Retinoic acid is a vitamin A derivative. It's also an antioxidant. It also prevents degradation of collagen, builds collagen. There's a lot of attributes of tretinoin. So that's something that you can do on the hands at home. You can also make sure that you sun protect with sunscreen. I mean, I'm not, I don't want to dive too much into this, but I'm not really familiar with tretinoin. Sure. So like, what is it briefly? What is it and how would you apply it? Okay. That's a fair question. So retin-A, tretinoin, is a retinoic acid, which comes from vitamin A. It's a vitamin A derivative. And the reason why we like this trans retinoic acid, the, the tretinoin for the face, is that Again, our skin goes through a cell cycle of about about 30 days, 28 to 30 days. And as we get older, it becomes slower and slower. And so Retin-A increases that cell cycle back to where we want it to be, around that 28-day mark. And so it helps to slough off some dead cells as well. But more importantly, it is an antioxidant. We know that vitamin C is an antioxidant. Vitamin A is an antioxidant as well. So it helps to just to protect the skin and it It increases collagen in the skin, which is always something that we want to see. And it's really, it's dirt cheap. It's not expensive. I tell patients that whenever they start on Retin-A, to always start minimally, like maybe twice a week at nighttime after after they wash their face, they put a little pea-sized amount on their face and rub it in. Well, the same concept, we can also use it on our hands. And over time, you can build it up to either every other night or possibly even nightly. So it just helps with the cell turnover, and basically it just helps you have new skin. It helps to stimulate and elastin and collagen, yeah. has some protective properties as well. Absolutely, okay. and very easy. Now, don't expect, you know, when you put on your skin, don't expect to look five years younger over a month's time period. No, it doesn't work like that, but it does improve the skin quality over time. And again, it's inexpensive to utilize. And one of the most studied products in dermatology from a cosmetic perspective is, yeah, it's just a, is tretinoin. It's just a, a long-term at-home regimen. Correct. Okay. Correct. So that's something you can do for the hands, but we have to always remember, got to wear your sunscreen. I mean, we're, I think most of our patients are are pretty darn good about applying it to their face. I'd say they're getting better with their neck. Sometimes we neglect the neck, but the hands, we might apply it and then we wash our hands during the day and we don't really think about it. I tell you, the time that I think about my I raise my hand for that. I put it, I put it on my face and neck. I don't put it on my hands. You don't put it on your hands, Rogers. You got to do that. So, and so the other thing is I always think about my hands when I'm driving home because I can feel that sun coming through my window and I'd almost feel it searing my hands. So, I put this actually on Instagram. I got a pair of Cooley Bar UPF gloves. UPF is ultraviolet protective fabric. And I got it off of Amazon. There was like, it was $31 or something. And I love them. I just put them in my glove compartment and I take them out when I drive home. And that way my hands are protected. So these are little things that you can do on your own to help protect your hands. Now, one of the other things, so patients often will say, Gosh, my hands are starting to look very veiny or very tendinous. And they're, and they're right. Over time, we lose fat in our hands. So we start to initially see the veins in our hands. And then over time, as we start to lose more and more, we actually get to see tendons. Have you seen that cane like that? Yeah, no, it's the words that's coming to my mind is it's very spindly. It's very spindly. Exactly. And so the other day I was telling a patient, yeah, we, you know, we can just put filler there. And she was dumbstruck. She said, you could put filler in the hands. And I said, absolutely. 
we do that quite often. I mean, I wouldn't say that's the number one area that we do for sure, lips and cheeks and whatnot, but the hands are really a popular area. And there are different type of products you can use in the hands. Um, you know, Sculptra has been used in the hands. I don't, I love it in the face all day long. I, I love Sculptra there. In the hands, I don't like it as much because the hands are thinner. So I prefer either hyaluronic acid, whether it's Restylane Lift or the RHA products, or even Hyperdilute Radius, which is something that could be used in the hands. The only thing about Radius is it does swell more in the hands. So that's why I often you'll, you'll see me doing more hyaluronic acid in the hands. But overall, I mean, there is a treatment option when you start to get those real veiny, spindly looking hands that there is an option for you to, to use some sort of filler product and and it, I mean it really does work. It makes and it's it's an immediate benefit that you see. And the way that we do it is we do it with cannulas. I mean the idea some people might think, oh my gosh, a needle in my hands, that's too much. But it's with a cannula, which is a blunt tipped cannula. And we just go in either from where the wrist is and we go right through there into the hands and we just put a little filler in and you can immediately see the benefit right then and there. It just gives that kind of that, that youthful, youthful kind of volume back to the hands. Hmm. So something to think about. And, and the other thing that you had touched upon is that. Well, let me, let me ask you a question. So would it, would it, does it typically last as long as, as filler that you would inject in the face? It does. And sometimes maybe even a little bit longer because, so I think you get a good year out of, out of filler. And again, depending on which product, some products are 15 month products. But because think about it, I'd say filler dissipates the quickest around the mouth because you're constantly moving that area. Filler does very well in the mid face or the temple area. But filler in the hands, in the dorsum of the hands, does really well. There's some movement there, but it, it still just stays put. So you can really get some nice benefits. So it's long. typically your fingers that are moving. It's not necessarily right. your hands. Right. That's exactly right. Okay. And usually... So typically, it's one syringe per each hand will really give you a nice volume. But oftentimes, I will start with half a syringe if patients are just want to see what it's like, half a syringe in each of the hands, so one syringe total. But I think you're really going to get your most benefit. And again, this also depends on how much volume is lost with one syringe because per hand. Because remember, each syringe is 20% of a teaspoon, which is not a lot. No, that's not a so, lot at all. And you have to cover the entire dorsum. So that's a very How long does it take? Is it a similar time for 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 the injection process as if you were doing lips or is it faster? Oh, much faster. It's probably about 10 minutes per hand. I mean, I'm a slow injector. You want to go slow to try to minimize discomfort and whatnot. So maybe 10, 15 minutes per hand doesn't take long at all. And no downtime, nothing to No, now there could be a bruise. There could, especially in the entry point, there possibly could. But typically, patients aren't as concerned as if they have a bruise on their face. But that is, you know, a really popular treatment. And oftentimes, we will do it with IPL. Now, as I travel into the summer months, I don't do IPLs. I stop doing IPLs and I resume again in October. But IPL can target the pigmentation. And we did an episode on IPL. I think it's episode three on our podcast. It goes into it in full detail. But that can target the pigmentation of the hands to kind of give just a more rejuvenated appearance. So it can help clear out the the sunspots or the the browns that kind of develop on the hand. 
correct, the benign pigmentation that's there. And then other lasers can be done. I mean, even RF microneedling, there's a RF microneedling device called Silfirm, which has a pulsed wave mode, and you can go pretty superficial with it as well. So you can even do that on the hands. Or sometimes we use LaceMD, which is a fractional non-ablative laser just to help with the, the crepiness of the hands. So, so, you, so you can address the volume very quickly with right. a very common filler that a lot of people are used to. It doesn't take very long and there's very little downside, maybe a, maybe a small bruise or something like that. And then you can also, so you can address the volume and then you can also address the, the color with lasers. With the color with lasers. You got it. And can you do that all in one treatment? Could you do filler and lasers at the same time? You can, absolutely. Because remember, the laser that we're selecting, and even PicoSure is another great laser to utilize with it because that's just, that's not going to affect, it's not going to go subdermal. Now, I probably would not do RF microneedling at the same time as filler. I would either do a fractional non-ablative laser like LaceMD or PicoSure Focus Lens or an IPL at the same time. Otherwise, I would just split it up. Okay. But it's important for people to know that there are options out there to address both the volume loss, that, that, that spindly look, and the colorization. Absolutely. And you know what, what I'm going to do here? Hang on one second. Let's see if I can get it. Did I do it? Yeah, it was kind of. There we go. That's better. Okay, so let's do something. We have not done this for a long time now, but I will qualify this. So someone who listens to this podcast six months from now, this is not going to exist. I'm going to qualify this and say that for our next 10 patients that call in that need the two syringes, a filler for their hands, we will take $100 off. And we're going to, all you have to let us know is turn back the hands of time. And we will take $100 off of the two syringes for the hands. This is not two syringes for the face, but this is really specifically looking at the hands. And what I'll try to do is I'll try to gather some photos where I can place them on Instagram so patients can see what I mean about how it rejuvenates. Okay. Turn back the hands of time. I almost want to sing it. Like There's a song, right? Yeah. If I can. Yeah. yeah let's not do that. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but turn back the hands of time and you get $100 off. You get $100 for off the, the next two 10, syringes. For so, the next 10 patients. Correct. So okay. not one syringe, not the half, but if you're doing one syringe per each, we'll give you a total cumulative of $100 off of that procedure. And and that's it. That's okay. all I got. I think that's all the questions I have as well. I do want to thank everybody again for listening. This This podcast has taken a life of its own and it has surpassed our expectations. And that's due to everybody listening and giving us feedback. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Bye.